Welcome to Raven's Realm Actual Play Podcast. On this mini campaign, we will build a world of characters and a world, of course, and it's based off the popular RPG Kids on Bikes. Firstly, introducing our lovely DM, Kai. Hi guys, I'm Kai. I am DMing on the podcast for the first time. I'm super excited and terrified. Uh, so stick with me on this one. I'm sure it'll be a great mini season. And then we have Chris. Hey, I'm Chris. I'll be playing Dan Scabia, and uh, I'm excited to be here. And then we have Mark. Hey, I'm Mark. I'll be playing Jesse Wilder. Can't wait to get started. And Brandon. Yo, this is Brandon, playing the voice and four decisions of Joshua Spencer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'll be playing Wayne McCall. And then lastly, it's I, yeah, it's me, Justin, and I will be playing the character Milton Bradley. Okay, I'm super excited to have everyone here. I'm going to try and keep us on track, but we will see. Um, so for the people listening, I'm going to give a brief, um, I guess you would call it a adventure hook for what's going on. Because I've given some hints to the cast and crew of this season, but... Um, not fully so this is what it will be i'll also read this during actual um session one okay so for a long time people around pharaoh's view have been seeing weird creatures out of the corner of their eyes blaming it on their imagination or a trick of the shadow there's been very few public discussions of the figures yet in the past few weeks pharaoh view police department headed by uh, Police Captain Bradley has been receiving a increased number of reports of missing pets, rifled through garbage, and missing electronics. So far, there have been no leads reported to the public. But when a girl goes missing and an eyewitness states that she was sucked up by a glossy back ooze, whilst the rest of the town is focused on the shop owners that have apparently up and left town overnight, it is clear that something strange is going on in this relatively quiet suburb. With Herschel Kane's close to empty, the football team finally having a winning season, and the mayor up for re-election, it is hard to choose where to focus one's attention. Perhaps Barrow's view has more than it appears beneath its shiny marble surface. Ooh. Okay, so that is kind of the gist. Uh, we clearly, I don't think, we'll cover all of those things, but that's just kind of the setting that we're going in. Um, I've given you guys some information about the town, um, but right now I really want to go into the history of the town and have you guys kind of have your input i'm gonna go kind of around in a circle people can of course jump in and things like that um but i do want everyone to kind of like be involved in the world building of the story so my first question and i'm gonna give this to um mark to start putting you on the spot um how did the town of sparrowview begin holy shit okay um, the town of Sparrowview began as a bird watching town. It was um, it was near um, what part of the country is it on the east coast? It's wherever you want it to be. Oh, it's wherever I wanted to be. I'm sorry, I didn't know if that was even there. Okay. Um, no. Okay, so it's um, kind of yeah, it's near a um, a certain bay area that has a, a certain kind of um, sparrow there, and. It's a, it's kind of like a weird little stop for people who used to like a, I don't, I don't know. It's like a weird science thing, I guess, like a, an attraction of some sort. That's like the, that's like the, um, 
the thing that draws you into visiting the town. It's like, oh, it's like they'll mention it. It's like, oh, yeah, we have like these specific sparrows here that um, what kind of sparrows? I don't know. Let's see. I'm oh. going to pass that on to Justin. What is the name of the weird sparrow that's found in Tower View? Okay, it is a European sterling. Oh, wait, sparrow, sorry. European <laughs> sparrow. There we go. <laughs> you're, you're a doctor. I just came up with the first bird that came to mind. I was like, wait, that's an actual bird, and that's not a sparrow, but a, a European sparrow. Yeah. And how did the European sparrow get all the way to a certain bay area? It's actually from here. Ooh. It was just misnamed because, you know, they didn't really come to America until like the 1700s, 1600s, 1500s, depending on where you go through for your information. Maybe even earlier. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, MSI. The uh, band? Mindless Self-Indulgence? I was thinking that. <laughs> They're awesome live, but I digress. <laughs> Okay, um, Chris, who was the one who turned this weird bird-watching spot into an actual town, put a plaque down and said, people are going to settle here and we're going to create a community? Um, that would be John Chestnut, of course. He's, he was a bird-watching enthusiast, but he was also, like, a entrepreneur. And he's also the one who, like, got the railroad to connect to Sparrowview. So, very important person. And he uh, started a Coca-Cola bottling factory in the town. Coke was huge. Coke is still pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Coke town. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Brandon, do you think was, like, this Coca-Cola bottling plant was that like the economic center of the town? Is that what brought people here? Or was it something else about the town? And that was just kind of a bonus. All right. Picking that apart time-wise, John Chestnut got the railroad to come here, but also Coca-Cola bottling. But this would have been back in the day, right? So um, if the railroad's just coming in, but we're on the East Coast, this town probably existed well into like before glass bottling giant factories existed and there's probably just something convenient um i guess you use sand to make, i don't know what like factory sand how that would work out but there's probably some sort of event that made it like yeah this is a great spot for a glass factory so maybe there's like a lot of sand left over where they artificially made beaches or something also attracts the birds i don't know and I get, sorry, I'm typing and I can't like push to talk and type at the same time, but my mechanical keyboard is really loud, so I'm going to keep it on push to talk. Um, I got like one of the really obnoxious, like tickety tackety ones, and I have acrylic nails on, so it's really loud. Sorry. Um, okay, John Chestnut founded the town. He was a bird watching enthusiast and an entrepreneur. He got the railroads to connect to the town, which led a bunch of people to actually come migrate here. Eventually, he started a Coca-Cola bottling factory and sort of artificial sand that the beaches were created, which allowed for this industry to flourish. Um, Ryan, we also know that there is some sort of past with agriculture in this town. How does that? How do you think that connected into the economic development of Sparrowview? Um, hmm. that connected because uh. 
naturally the uh soil uh would produce a different type of crop which would be corn however these coke products use a lot of sugar cane which was brought on the railroads which affected the corn production because corn sales plummeted um, because people wanted these cokes instead um so corn was not as not, not doing as well but was one of the first few crops of this farming town um which has caused a bit of uh turmoil between some uh, the founder uh john chestnut uh and some of those people who he founded the town with because they felt like he uh stabbed him in the back um yeah i think that's good yeah. Yeah, very good. Okay, collaboratively, name two other people that also founded the town with John Chestnut that were very okay. much on the agricultural side versus the Coca-Cola bottling side. Maribu Lamar. <laughs> Maribu Lamar and Jimmy Shims. Shims? Did you say Shins <laughs> or Shims? <laughs> Which one sounds better? Well, Shiv. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Lachouve. <laughs> Which one was the cocaine contact for the original Coca-Cola bottling? <laughs> I like Shims. Um, Shims? Like I-S-H-I-N-S? S-H-I-N-S, sure. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Chris, um, how did the corn and Coca-Cola manufacturing and distribution and agriculture turn into the scientific Maytex scientological instruments that we have today. Because the and can I tell you a rumor? Wait, is it what are we <laughs> gonna do rumors then? We can do rumors whenever. Um you can definitely like absolutely don't feel like you don't need you hold yourself back now. Um, there's definitely can be like rumors about the history of the town and all of that stuff. Um, but like current day rumors and things like that, we can save for later. But say what's on your mind. I was just going to say, I heard the sand was made for using high power lenses at MSI. I saw some paperwork from my dad in the compliance office. <laughs> dad. <laughs> okay. Cause we have like, to do sand, like a little chronology. And the glass makes lenses, right? And it's like a special sand. Heck yeah, I like that. I like that too. And the reason the sparrows are here is because of some weird ass experiment in MSI is what I heard. I don't know if it's true though, but I'm totally against the man. And I hate, I hate, hate, hate mm -hmm. this fucking dude. What's his name? Ken, um, let me see, Kevin Bradley. The police chief captain bradley i'm watching him with a crazy eye because i hate authority so i'm like fuck the police i'm like watching him everything he does and i feel like uh he's been he knows about the weird things going on with the people seeing stuff in the corner of the eye of the um of the town folk he knows something about it but uh, he's not saying anything i heard i don't know boom, boom, boom. I think that the mayor at one point, like, 
I'm, I'm picturing this as kind of a blue collar town and the mayor may might have wanted to like bring in a university the university has grants and then Ooh. there's research and then eventually that involves or evolves into like a, a technological um influence on the town to tag on to that, couldn't you say the science that they worked on was corn and like genetically modifying it to be tastier, bigger, brighter, shinier, yellower, etc.? GMOs. GMO. GMOs, yeah. Sorry, saying that Sparrow's View is like one of the first towns to get into like genetically modifying organisms, and that's why they got all of these grants that eventually allowed the mayor to have this university in the town. Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, that's beautiful. Sure. Well yeah. done. Okay, what is the name of this university? Hmm. Chris, I'm instantly thinking something like Miskatonic from Lovecraft, but that's hmm. like more occult, but um, not to use the same name, but um. Probably let's let's like tie it to like some of the shit we've already laid out, like Chestnut University or something like that. Oh yeah, you're right, Chestnut. Spare. Or so, what state are we in? Are we gonna go like a fictional? Location? Yeah, that's not. Oh. Or... Yeah, I don't really want to place it in an area. I want it to keep it vague, just so that we don't have to be like, oh, in this period of time, Ronald Reagan's influence was really strong in Virginia. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to yeah. have to do that because I fucking hate all of that shit. Um, so I do kind of want to keep it vague, but we can be like, it's in the Midwest. It's on the East Coast. Like. It, but it doesn't have to be in a state or whatever. So it's like new New England. I'm comfortable with New England, but what about the accents is the only thing? What if we, I guess we'll just say East Coast, right? Well, this yeah, is you the... can do East Coast. Chris, your Italian will work, <laughs> right? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm British line. and I'm playing most of the characters. I really don't think the accent. <laughs> I am not even gonna try at accents and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. You're fine. Everyone in, on the East Coast sounds foolish anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Dang, calling out Cutting that the out whole too. East Coast audience. Oh, I, <laughs> I grew up on the shit. East Coast. <laughs> I grew up on the East Coast, I'm... I can say that. We miss Country Kai. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's imagining right. East Coast, but like still not like northern east coast if we're talking Ooh. about farming and shit like that we're talking about southern like south carolina okay, type okay. of but I'm like not actually not explicitly saying it but there's yeah. got to be enough place for for farming and you know temperate weather like mid-atlantic and a little further i would say like i don't really think it would be new england right okay. um unless we're doing like cranberry bog because that's all the new england has to offer um <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Name of, of the thing. university. <laughs> uh, that's we were saying Chestnut University. Yeah, Chestnut. It sounds that sounds dumb though. Yeah, it sounds uh, a little too pretty. Joey Chestnut University. <laughs> JCU. Sparrow U Sparrow View Community College. Mm -hmm. Um like Chestnut Institute of what would be like the main tech thing we're trying to do? Like bottling or what was it? Lens something? So we decide on corn or coke? Corn. It could be corn CIS. <laughs> Chestnut Institute yeah, of Science. Science, yeah. Polytechnic. Cool. 
CIS sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little. Um, is it just funny. me or does this uh, MSI just feel so seedy? I feel like they just do everything. Like they're like GMOs. Right. <laughs> blast the corn with weird lenses and shit. I feel like you do it all. We could fight corn monsters. I feel like they're kind of you uh, like self-indulgent, mindlessly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My hats. Okay, who is the current dean of Chestnut Institute of Science? Don Redcorn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not so to be confused with John Redcorn. John Redcorn. <laughs> he works about... over at Chestnut <laughs> University, okay, kids? What about Ryan Redcorn? Redcorn. <laughs> Ryan, Redcorn. we really awful. married to Redcorn. The, yeah, that rolls off the tongue. Right? <laughs> I don't like it. Ryan Redcorn, twist. It does have a good roll. It kind of does. I kind of hate that I like it. <laughs> okay, Ryan Redcorn. <laughs> does Ryan Redcorn have any connections to the town, or was he just brought in as this university was created in Sparrowview? Do any of your parents know? <laughs> Sorry, I missed that if anyone said anything. Um, I think brought in by maybe the bottling. Someone in power. We don't know who. He just came out of nowhere. He ain't from here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust Ryan. Either that or he loves watching birds. Who knows? Ooh. <laughs> okay. So Ryan went for Amnesty. this town. And all your dads are fucked. <laughs> so you, you already said he's not from here. What is the general attitude in the town about Chestnut Institute of Science? Because Maytech is the main source of jobs for a lot of the people in the town. But there is this like subsidiary institution that it brought in with it. So I guess asking both of these things like what is the what is the general like vibe around cis versus the i the beliefs and surroundings and thoughts about msi i would guess that the people who are involved with it think it's great but the people who are not involved with it are very skeptical of it yeah if you're in the end you trust it if you're out then you don't trust it it's also probably like a nebulous thing around like the people who aren't directly working for them like being afraid that at any moment like MSI could pack up and move and so basically all the restaurants and kind of yeah the town would be a ghost town right it would crumble right exactly like there's probably that looming stress and pressure as maybe I don't know they're running out of sand nowadays Running out of sand, you know how it is. <laughs> well, right, because they probably like dropped a bunch of artificial sand, and like as they consumed up all of that, like it's like, well, this usefulness is drifting. Would you say that at least with CIS, parents in town would be excited for their kid to like graduate from Huddersfield and go to CIS, or do they like not trust it to the point that they wouldn't even want their kids? to go there it's like one of those necessary evil kind of things like working for amazon 
right, like it, like the parents are oblivious to any sort of maliciousness that may or may not exist. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. So oblivious parents. Yeah. Leaning into the tropes, you know? Yo. Oblivious parents. We're all latchkey kids. I knew it. <laughs> and is this school, like, high-ranking? Is it, like, people across the country will come to specifically study at CIS to do something and to be no. able to work at Maytech? Or is it just kind of like like a Renazia Polytechnic Institute type vibe? I don't know what that is, but... It's a really mid-Massachusetts science school ah well i think it used to be the leading of corn and agriculture but then there's other schools that have been taking over and doing better work or something maybe i think the highest hopes of the town is that yeah you can get a job at this place that sounds great but it's like not actually that big of a deal that's just being mildly successful so like the bar is low right for and so, like, I'll, I don't know, as, like, these kids get older and stuff, they're just expected. Kind of like in, uh, I don't know if y'all watched, like, the Netflix arena, how, like, the Harvey was just expected to go work in the mines type of shit. That sort of shit. Like, a lot of us, the expectation is that we just go, and it's the particularly rebellious and otherwise, in, you know, inclined ones be like, fuck that, fuck all of that. Mm, so, like, the idea is that you go to Huddersfield Middle School, High School, you graduate, you go to... CIS, and then you get a job at Maytech, and you just stay in the town, and then repeat that with your kids. Yeah. Yes, and you just live the best, most satisfying life by doing so. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's talk broader a little bit. What are some historical landmarks of the town? We have the Grandison Conservatory. We have the. I'm forgetting the names of my own locations. That's not the right map. Old Sawmill and Farm. There we go. So we have those types of two types of locations that are very well known around town as like historical things. What else? Historical landmarks are left over that people are like, oh yeah, we gather here. We have a festival about this. Like, this is just something we ignore but like recognize. Can we do the Cornucopia Festival? I was thinking because like the you know train officially coming through town is such a big deal that they'll have like a monument to the original train station kind of in the middle of town except it's what the people the locals know like those who know understand that that's not actually where the original train station was that's just where they decided to put the monument and there's an old abandoned original train station out in the woods it's all overgrown and shit well i like that There's a train station underneath where? I'm sorry, I missed the last part. Oh, the actual train, original train station is out in the woods. Like, all oh, overgrown okay. and shit. Yeah, that makes sense. It would be, like, a weird, like, you know how, like, up northeast, like, I guess, like, I've been to Massachusetts and stuff. It's all, like, all the roads and shit, like, don't make that much sense. But it turns out it's, like, carriage roads is what made, like, a lot of the main ones and stuff. So they're all, like, twisty and turny and, like, fucking weird and shit. So, like, yeah, like, there's, like, random yeah. stuff like that is in really weird spots where it's like why is this here san antonio is like that yeah. or just like the best example is plymouth rock it's just a random fucking rock that they like carve shit into that the mayflower definitely didn't crash into um <laughs> it's like a right. big tourist attraction to see a rock that's like slightly submerged underwater and sand um 
Okay, where is the monument to the original train station located in town? Right in the center. Um, right in the center. So would you say it's close to like... I know I'm looking at a map that has things on it that you guys can't see, but like, would you say it's like close to the Herschel Kane, which like is in the middle of... I would recommend scrolling to the doc I sent you and just looking at the map. Would it be an old district? Yeah, I was about to say that exact same thing. Okay. Is the old district like the historical district? Yeah. The old district is the historical district where the high school is and also where MSI is. Um, ah. So would it be like in the middle of somewhere around there? Yeah. Would MSI be close to the monument? Yeah, probably. Whatever is like the hoity-toity part of town. I think it'd be fitting if it's like... There's like artificial train tracks right there, but it's not actually connected or anywhere even near actual train tracks because train tracks wouldn't go through the rich part of town. Or the rich. The part richest of town. part of town is Ivy Town, um, which is adjacent to the old district. Um, so it could be like somewhere in between those two places, where it's like very populated and there's not really like any major roads, but they're just like, yeah, here's where the railroad was. Except it never was, right? The idea is that yeah. it's all like a probably big... like on the outskirts of Snow Lane, maybe. Sure. Is where it actually is, or where the same? Where yeah, we're we're the one that it was actually kind of in yeah, the forest. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like down at the bottom, kind of. Yeah, because yeah, it would yeah. be old yeah, factories yeah. and abandoned warehouses and stuff like that. Like that's mm -hmm. what would actually yeah. be around it. Okay. Yeah, that's where it actually is. They like started building railroad and they're like, fuck this town. It's just a bird town with a lot of sand and shit. <laughs> fuck this weird bird. Special town. black sand or something. Right. <laughs> okay. I like that a lot. Is there any other historical landmarks that people are aware of? Historical landmarks. Um Or just like real culty shit that people in the suburbs do and are like, this is normal, you know. <laughs> A rollerblading down kids on rollerblades. <laughs> rollerblades is 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, right. roller skates. Roller skating town. Everyone, bikes are like, we're uh, <laughs> we're outcasts because we ride bikes. They're like, get out of our town. Everyone rides a velocipede down Main Street. <laughs> huh. When you say culty shit, what are you, what are you fishing for? Yeah. No, it's in the sense like at least like in New England and also in like Baltimore and places like that, they'll have like weird harvest festivals and things like that that are really weird because they don't do agriculture anymore. But they'll be like, yes, we're welcoming in the harvest of the wheat around and things and, like, like the that. Creepy it's... angles of Mardi Gras. That you can have was... Yeah, in the sense that it's celebrating something that no longer exists, but technically, if you stretch it really hard, could have a historical reason as to why they're doing it. Like a festival, like what do they celebrate in the autumn? What do they celebrate in spring? Something like that. The equinox. Sure. But so there's a big equinox it? festival? Sure. What's it called? Uh, I'm googling when the equinoxes happen and whether that, which that relates to. I missed that. I'm, I'm googling the specific equinoxes and I mean there's Mab and Maybon. Is that in October? Or November? It's in like August, September. I forget. 
September 20 late uh September 22nd or 23rd is the September one. So I I'm betting with this specific area, right? Um it probably has relatively harsh winters. So yeah, and they probably is... celebrate the spring. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. So do you think it doesn't take place during the campaign? We can also change the season of the campaign. That's not an issue as well. Unless you just want it to be like something that is mentioned, but not really like. Or they morbidly. When is when is the time period for the campaign? Remind me. Fall. So it's Fall. like. Fall leave. It's supposed. I want it. I don't want to like have you guys just be in class all the time. That's boring. So I want it to be like over a generic fall break. So it could be, I don't know, Labor Day weekend. I don't know if there's any holidays in October or like Thanksgiving or something like that. Do. What if they celebrated like all the equinoxes, like just like weirdly, like they just like, <laughs> they just have like a festival like all the time. There's always something weird going on in the town to keep your mind off of how like weird and like how much it doesn't really make that much sense or something. I don't know. So they like they have constantly have festivals to like draw in tourists and stuff. Yeah, like it's like there's not mm. and there's not really much to it other than like the science uh, place as a business. You know, I mean, there's like the school there, which is kind of propped up seemingly possibly by like MSI. And then like um, everything else is just kind of like trying to keep busy, I guess. You know what I mean? And there's like they don't have that much of a reason to be there. I mean, there's corn, I guess, too, and that also has to do with farmers and stuff. They have to know all the equinoxes. Um, I think that's the root of it, though, right? So we're blend you're blending kind of two notions there is that the farmers realistically respected these times yeah, and then yeah. that the community is actually turning them into just generic holidays for the inspiration of tourism, right? That it's already probably more meager than people want to give credit because who the fuck goes bird watching, right? This in a true. general in a general broad appeal sense right um so there's probably like a patheticness to it and so like they they tr <laughs> the town really tries hard to like show off and so like the campaign time period would be the build up to the winter solstice or whatever i uh, guess the, could we call it like migration winter. some like migration i don't know um the harper festival of lights Okay. Why not? Yeah. Just, just kind of going off of what Brandon and um, Mark were saying, like the this is like a because of bird watching, right? This is when so many of the sparrows uh, go south for the winter, so that oh, way yeah. they all are out, and so that's the festival. Is that oh. that they, they want to see all the birds flying south, um, bidding them goodbye? Yeah, bidding them goodbye. Oh. But the town has like really strict like rules on tree trimming and shit like that to mm -hmm. cultivate the like birds coming right through town and shit. Yeah, my dad works with the compliance <laughs> office. Yeah, the HOAs go insane about this town or <laughs> about the shrub. Right. The okay, Sparrow... so what are we calling it? Barrow Faro Festival. <laughs> no, Sparrow Farrow. Farrow is a type of brain, so that's a little confusing. Sparrow Farewell. What, what if it's kind of a weird name, like line. the Exodus Festival? Like, you know, it's like the, all the birds Ooh. leaving or something. Something like weird, like it's like doesn't make that much sense. Sparrow's Exodus? Yeah, something like that. Sparrow, yeah, Sparrow's Exodus. Sparrow's Exodus. Sounds festival y. 
Yeah, and it Exodus sounds like people are like, what is that? And you're like, oh, you just matter-of-factly, it's whenever the sparrows... The fledging fowl festival? Ooh, Everyone fleeting, 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 fleeting fowl festival? Flight of the Concords. <laughs> Different, but... I don't mind. I think fleeting fowl festival like, yeah, I like fleeting like fowl, yeah. Okay. That was the if you want a bunch of, of rhyming I was looking Contrived bird festivals? I just found a thing. Uh, oh my god. Giant government list. Oh god. It would be funny oh. Sparrow Fest, Marble Falls, Texas. Sparrow. <laughs> Do people dress as the birds? I kinda like that. Or like um like Renaissance mask. Everyone wears with feathers. Mm, I think I think it'd be that's a really cool idea. Like it'd be interesting if it was like half of the town is the sparrows and the other half are like scarecrows being like it's time for you to leave Ooh, oh, uh, i love that. love that that's awesome yeah that's what really would be good. in october so we've got wings over water all flight festival uh these are all okay bye bye birdie <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, what if so people talk- also were like certain? Would does any certain colors be like uh, more prominent through the town because of the sparrows, like blue or whatever? The fuck? Are sparrows? Sparrows are like brown, brown and white. Yeah. yeah, they're like brown and white. Let me look at a European one. Yeah, they're brown and white. Hmm. I guess they're not that attractive. <laughs> I mean, I know lark sparrows have like a little bit of orange on their head. Yeah, I'm looking up sparrows now. Types of sparrows I should know. It should be one that's not supposed to be here. I feel like like that's what the draw is. It's like, why are these here? Ooh, the golden crowned sparrow is cool. It's got like a black head with a or a black like crown with a yellow or a, like a goldish stripe down the middle of it. Yeah, but like- then it's all ugly like the rest of the sparrows. Yeah, that's so pretty. Cool. And it kind of goes with our, our town colors of black and yellow for the corn and stuff. Oh, yeah. And Coke. Corn and Coke. <laughs> okay, so. Corn and Coke. The Sparrow Festival, sponsored by Coke. Okay, so what are the co- colors? We're not a Pepsi town. <laughs> We're not a Pepsi town. Yeah, no Pepsi. No one can get Pepsi. Someone should, like, uh, someone should hawk, like, Pepsi, like, and, like, sell it, like, on the black market. Mm-hmm. It should be like a running joke, like that better not be a goddamn Pepsi. Or like one restaurant comes into town and ha- only sells Pepsi products, and it immediately gets like boycotted by the town. Had a mysterious fire there. Who knows? <laughs> a mysterious fire. At another Pepsi plant. You know that works. <laughs> but I think uh, brown and white. To answer your question. Yeah. Brown and white, I don't know. Okay. Does that make sense? Brown, maybe brown and white and black too. Yeah, and black. Yeah, I think so. I'm now I'm reading about sparrows and I realize it's the most contrived thing for people to come from out of town to birdwatch sparrows. Like that's <laughs> why because they're so common everywhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. What makes sense, dude? That's what makes sense. It's made up. It's all hearsay. No one knows. The <laughs> then, then let's make our sparrows something special. Yeah, yeah, like maybe it has a red tail, red tail sparrow or some shit. The albino sparrows. 
Albino Sparrow, sure. They're yeah, all albino. Genetic. We can't explain <laughs> why. We don't know why. Except for some are lucetic every now and then, but they're mostly all albino. Definitely has nothing to do with like the artificial sand or something. No, or the corn that's been modified. Exactly. Or the Coca-Cola that's been modified. They're yellow like corn. <laughs> right? That'd be great. That's actually horrifying to a bunch of yellow sparrows. Butter sparrow? <laughs> You ever see a corn sparrow? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Corn sparrows are a thing now. No, no, they're not. Um... It's on my list. Okay. I'm gonna... <laughs> I beg to differ. The red diamond sparrows. And Wait, they have like sparrows everywhere. I was <laughs> wondering when that name was going to come up. Not going to lie. Red diamond um... sparrows. Okay, I kind of want to get into, so we've talked about this festival and how if a bunch of weird festivals that go on and clearly it's some, like pe different people take different parts in a festival, like who gets to wear the brown, who gets to wear the white, who gets to wear the black, is it like the historical like uh, families that have lived in the town for a really long time get to wear a specific colour and like newcomers have to wear a different colour, like is that a part, is the town divided in any way or is it more of a cohesive society where you just wear whatever color you want hmm. i like the uh, color yeah. division but if yeah. we're doing that then they can't be albino because then suddenly people might be going around in white sheets and then that's probably not the vibe <laughs> oh, no, we're going yeah. for yeah. out of direction i want to go <laughs> yeah probably not that <laughs> um so yeah there's probably like a feeling of like the people who were here from like before all of the kind of industry so the families that go way way back feel like they are more entitled to wear whatever and so they'll get kind of hoity-toity with the people who just like oh you're just uh assuming our culture type of attitude you know the culture being wearing the colors yes that's that's literally it like they're being they're being pretentious about like the most trite like stupid bullshit but that's exactly what people in those sorts of situations would be you know, contentious about. Would it be more colors, or would or would it be more like feathery costumes? I was picturing right away like feathers. And this is just for the festival, or is this for everything? I think it would be a general attitude. Like I think it would be the idea that during these festivals, there's a lot more obvious this divide of. This is our culture. We were here before the Coca-Cola bottling plant. Like our parents built the railroads, or like our, our, our ancestors built these railroads. And here you come in wearing feathers in your costume. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like that type of thing. Yes. And in fact, it's probably like a like a what the fuck are you doing? They're coming here for the birds, and you wearing feathers. Where did you get those feathers? Like yeah. clearly, killed some sparrows to get the feathers, right? And it's like that's kind of not actually in the spirit of it yeah that makes sense Ooh. kind of going off of that then i'm inclined to say that people who felt like they've been here since the beginning of the town or feel you know that way towards those people that wear feathers they would wear black on the because that's what was historically worn previously because of the cold weather but also because it allowed the color of the sparrows to shine through during the fe and so now now all these like distracting colors or these feathers kind of mess up the the, the 
the idea of the festival being uh, a farewell to the sparrows until they come again come springtime. Would these people like have like weird like family ties or like what if they had like golden rings or some shit? I don't know. Something weird. I do like the idea that all the old money people have some kind of like sparrow jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Something that's like kind of like the Masons, but another like sparrow centric. It's a group of influence and it has something to do with that fucking crazy mayor and they keep him in power for They're all in the even... town city council. They're all like running the HOA type shit. Yeah. Do they wear like a signet ring? Do they wear like a necklace? Do they wear a brooch? Like certain yeah. cufflinks. Like. I was thinking signet ring with like a sparrow skull, but I don't know if that was like jives with everyone else. I was just that's like, pretty cool. I like that. Like it's cool, but it's a little blatant to do in the open. <laughs> yeah. A little I, blatant I, to do what? A little blatant. Oh, it's a little too blatant. Yeah, I guess you're right. Are we it's bad just guys? A town bird. We do festivals for them. Do we necessarily want to go with Coca Cola, but maybe go for like a, a fictional brand? We absolutely should do Shasta. 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 Yeah, Shasta McNasty. That's not that's not fictional. Yeah, Shasta's real. No, it's not. Yes. Cola Black. Just call it Corner Cola or something stupid. Corner Cola. Yeah, oh corner my god, cola. that's awesome. Like that. Corner Cola. Yeah. They used to have real corn back in the day, but they found out how highly addictive it was. So now they just, <laughs> I don't know, corn, corn <laughs> cola. I don't even know how to spell Jesse. <laughs> oh, okay. So back to the signet rings. I think mm -hmm. it's right to say that like, oh, it's so blatant that like these people wear signet rings X, Y, Z. But it could also be a thing of like all the old money people wear a ring around the neck they don't let people look at if they're not in the right circles. Ooh, you know, yeah. so you never really know what it is, but they're wearing something that they're really secretive. About. And on the Exodus, they come out and they're like, "We don't give a fuck." They wear black and they have their fucking rings out, and they're like, "We're doing stuff." And Kevin Bradley's part of it. And Kevin fucking Bradley, that motherfucker. The fucking Kevin Bradley. And the mayor. And Dan Scabia. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, so we've talked about like these old families in the town, and one of them, as Marcus mentioned, is the mayor, who is named something Longsby, and I'm gonna find it in a second. Uh, Timothy Longsby. Timothy Longsby, thank you. Um, so Timothy Longsby is the mayor of the town. He comes from old money, has a mansion in Snow Lane. Um, the mayor's office is in Ivy Town, but um, he has this old um, he has this old manor house on the outskirts of town. What are the other families like? How prominent are they within society? Are there a lot of them, or just very few? And the mad that there's only a few of them left. I always like the idea of a few people that are running everything that we're trying to take down. Yeah. Besides taking down our dads? What the fuck? <laughs> first we have to deal with our dad dad issues. First we, yeah, first we have a huge dad problem to take care of this <laughs> Then we'll be we'll be messing with those spirits. Who's the town psychologist? We'll get that knocked out first. 
Uh, probably yeah, he the knows doctor, everything. Uh, Dr. Hammond Lane. Hammond Lane. Oh, that's a good name. I like that. I'm writing it down. I'm, yeah, write that shit down. It's all oh, really good notes. I'm bad, and I need... Oh, guys. I am taking lots of notes. I will have to redact them for you guys, but I am taking <laughs> notes. Um, so Hammond Lane, that's a really good one. You could say that like Snow Lane is named after his family. Ooh. And he's the town psychologist. He's a town doctor. He's a town. Yes. But the I think we would only be people like does a lot. Yeah, one. He is, and he and MSI is like that's our doctor also. So does Wayne look up to Doctor Hammond Lane? Wayne and Lane. Uh yeah. Uh, well, Wayne, uh, like, helps him out, you know, kind of works, works for him from time to time, uh, delivering medical supplies from the pharmacy to, to his office. Hey, hey. And yeah, also, just in exchange. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, Dr. Hammond Lane runs his own medical practice out of a, like, two-story building downtown that is the only source of medical anything in the town unless you go to the major city outside called Crimson. So like he definitely has a hold on the city in the on the town in the sense that everyone has to go to him. So there's no hospitals, just him with this is two story practice? Yeah, and he has a couple of assistants and things like that, but it really okay. is like him, his practice for all of the children that are going up go to him for the physicals. Like everybody who has an issue and feels ill goes to Dr. Hammond Lane. Like he is the main person. Of course, there's like the school nurse and things like that, but he is like the doctor of Sparrowview. Who's the school nurse? We need to know that. Uh, her nurse. name is uh, Miss Mary Fee. McPhee. McPhee. That's in the notes. Right, and what is I, our school's name? I told that to Ryan, but yeah. that would be something all of you will know. Ryan Privilege. What the fuck? <laughs> Ryan yeah. always has so much. No, Ryan gave me character info early. <laughs> he gets the info. He gets it. <laughs> early bird gets the worm. What's the name of our school? Heidelsfield okay. Middle and High School. It's a combined middle and high school. So it's what? fifth through twelfth. It's a small That's town. That's not my high school. Yeah, it's a small Well, town. not how my high school. It was like two buildings next to each other, but they were basically connected. Yeah, that's what it is. It's literally yeah. two buildings next to each other that are connected. The middle school is really small and the high school is like pretty big. And like the library and all of that stuff is in the high school building. But the named the same and right next to each other. That was going to be my other question. Let's go into the school, things pertaining to your characters. Um, so, who is the school named after? Uh, who is this? Ronnie Paddlesfield. Paddlesfield. Uh, Ronnie. Ronnie. Paddlesfield? <laughs> That's so Paddlesfield? Paddlesfield, yeah. Who is he? Are we going with Ronnie, really? Is this the founder of the school? Always enjoyed saying or, the name. And it's Ronnie. just someone the school's named after. He could be the founder oh. of the school. He could be another one of the prominent families. He could be whatever. 
You got a school in that room, so it's kind of important. Ronnie, or is it Ronald? Oh, Ronald. Greg. Greg. Ronald Reagan is a president. I'd like to avoid <laughs> Ronald. What about Gregory? Gregory Haddlesfield. What did Gregory. he do? Let's have it be um, like a like a name from like the early 1900s ish. So it's gonna be like Herbie. Yeah, something Hester. strange like Theodore or Theodore Herbie. Theodore, Herbie's Herbie good. Thaddeus. Herbie Haddis. Thaddeus. That ooh, I like Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Thaddeus had there's just so many like little that's hard to say, I like it. Thaddeus. Thaddeus Huddlesfield. Yeah, that's such a stupid fucking name. Perfect. <laughs> Good, it's done. What did he do in the town? Literally no one knows, he just gave money. <laughs> well, it seems like the STEMIs are kind of um is kind of a prominent organization. The school's the only one listed, right? So maybe it's again with the whole weird science thing, like a, a most elite he, like the scientists were obviously like doing some weird shit. I don't know. The most elite club that Haddlesfield to join is the STEMIs. Robotics, engineering. What about Leah? Yeah, like robotics, that'd be perfect. I don't know. In the 1900s? Yeah, I was just going to say in the 1900s. Robotics and cybernetics. Then they had cybernetics back then. That was the study of systems. What is the name of the tech, like in Civilization video game? There's the technology that unlocks, like you can go from having like regular guns to like mass manufactured replaceable parts. There's there's a name for the assembly line shit. It's like replaceable parts. Replaceable parts is in fact the name of the technology unlock. Yep. But there's like a, a larger concept. There'd probably be like mechanics, something like or that. Or maybe assembly line. Oh my gosh. Engineering works too. Like, um, I don't know. Manufactured parts. Maybe he's one of the people that helped build the railroad. Like, the railroad that leads nowhere. Exactly. Civil engineering. What if he brought education to the town and like significant contributions of education and stuff? Yeah, maybe he had like. Maybe like his with, family had built one of the first, like, small schools for rich kids that were able to be yeah. educated in this town. That's a great school That's name. Cool. We should call it that. <laughs> rich kids. What name? School for the rich kids that uh, of the <laughs> town. I was just going to say that was a really long name. It's like a Zoolander. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. And like, uh, the the train tracks have like no real origin, and they don't go anywhere, right? Like, what if it was just like an engineering project, to, like some of the school shit, like he was training engineers or something? I don't know. They just like happened to do that. All nebulous. I like nebulous. Okay. Okay. So, what is Haddlesfield known for? Is Haddlesfield just like a community middle and high school? Is it a academy of something? Is it like what what line does it fall on? They used to call it Suicide High. I don't know. That's all suicide I got. Suicide High <laughs> probably won't fly, but it's a cool <laughs> name. And... That's what they mm. called my high school. Oh. <laughs> what about? I mean, I like it being STEM oriented 
Mon um, if we're still on that train of thought. Monster High is what... Uh, ooh, <laughs> it's high. known for being a monster high. It's known for being a monster <laughs> Nothing but monsters come from Hell's Um... Engineering, math, math, math. They're known Haddlesfield's mathletes. Are well, yeah, mathletes. Do not fuck with Hell them. Hell yeah. From Haddlesfield. They will destroy you in any competition. Well, they just have like a really good football team. Our football team. No, they don't have a good football team. They're recently the good. They're recently good football yeah, team. Recently good. Same with basketball and baseball. All of the sports, yeah. You want to go no, to Hampton for sports. <laughs> chess club I like the idea that Milton mm -hmm. is not doing whatever everyone else is doing and he doesn't realize everyone else is getting these like you know perks <laughs> and he's just all <laughs> mad is your name actually Milton who's Wayne Wayne uh, is right is oh, the hall right. monitor and health guy and then Brandon what's your your name? Joshua. 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 Okay, so let's go back into the high school. So, kind of specialize in STEM, things like that. Who is the Haddlesfield Colonel's rival school? Oh. Have to be a rival. It would have to be out of town, yeah? Or would it be in the same? Yeah, sure. it could be out of... Yeah, it's yeah. a really small town. I mean, you could have, like, Haddlesfield is, like, this really STEM-focused one, and you could have something else that's a different one, or it could just be out of town. Would it either be Pimpton or the Sparrows? I'm hoping that our mascot... It can be anything. There's definitely <laughs> other small towns around that aren't the major city. Oh, it doesn't have to be the major city, okay. Lexing? No. Um, it's just who are like, they are like, homecoming, we need to beat these people, we play them every year, we fucking not. What if they're like, either wheat, like, uh, exactly like us, but instead of corn, they're like wheat, or soybeans, cotton, <laughs> rice, or barley. How Coffee. about the Westchester the Wild Wheaties? <laughs> Westchester Wheat? Wheaties? <laughs> Wheaties. <laughs> no, that's a name brand, we can't use Wheaties. The Westchester Wildcats. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. What about the well, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills? I like that. Tom Brady got a good ring. <laughs> Tom, the Toms, the Tom Toms. Wildcats. Tom Tom wasn't out yet. Sparrows. So Corston Cotton. I like Wildcats. There you go. <laughs> what about Wildcats? And I'm putting my vote there. The Montfield Mustangs. Sorry, Patreon. Okay, so I we have Westchester Wildcats, we have Motfield Mustang. Corsten Cottons. The the Mills the Millshire Moles. Ooh, moles oh, are second, an animated corns. Yeah, yeah. Moles and corn. Wait, say that one again, Mark. The Millshire moles. <laughs> we don't name places up. like that here though. Either Milford. Like, are we in England? <laughs> we have Maybe not Milford. What about Milford? Milford Mole. Milford. Sorry, I'm in fantasy mode. You know me. The high school. That's the moles. <laughs> Mil Milford Mole. Okay, to be fair, in high school, I played a school that was called the... D the and the mascot was the Deerfield Doors. The mascot was a giant <laughs> door that walked around. What? 
<laughs> I think I've seen a video like, about that. They like smashed us. Like they were so good at sports. <laughs> Are you scared of dolls? <gasps> you were scared of dolls in that campaign. Shut up, Mark. Oh my god. No dolls shall be mentioned. Uh, were you in that campaign? I don't even think you were in it. Were no, you I, well, I was being a good mod and I was like sitting in for a second because it was like mm. a new server. And I was like, let me just see what's going on. And, and Yeah, I let slip immediately that I was afraid of dolls. And then they added a doll into a campaign that was like, it was fucking the haunted house one. God, what is that called? Like the classic one. Oh, uh, Chris's trot. Yeah, and they added in like ten more fucking dolls just because oh. I was afraid of it. The death house. <laughs> yeah, into the death yeah. house. They added like seven dolls into it that I had to deal with personally. It was a great campaign, uh, but whatever. Um, I have uh, an idea. Cape Coral Cat. Cape Coral. The what? Cape Corals? Coral Cape Corals in Florida, though, isn't it? I don't know. I'm using they a just, random name generator. They just take the bus. But we already have wildcats, so we should do other animals. Oh, I was just throwing out other ideas. Oh. I didn't know which one. Are, are we going for one of them, or oh, like all many. of them? Oh, okay. Um, we only really needed one, and we come oh, up with, like, 12. <laughs> I was just taking them so we could vote, but also this can just be the rest of the teams in the league, you know? Ooh. I think the Montfield Mustangs are the best one. I mean, that's just me. Montfield Mustangs is pretty good. Montfield or Montfield? Montfield. Oh, M-O-N-T? Yeah. It's like a Vermont. Like, it's like a f fictional Vermont setting that has, like, a lot of vampires in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Can, can we... You know what I'm talking about? I'm referencing a uh, monster of the week. Blah. <laughs> that <laughs> truly whoosh. Whoosh. Whoosh a thousand. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can do that one. Sorry, I'm eating a pickle. That can be the main... <laughs> <laughs> Not important information. Um, that can be like the, the main rival. And then we can have the Westchester Wildcats, Corsair Continents, Morsham Bones as like the other teams in the league. That maybe they have a chance against, but like they really look forward to the game against Montfield. That works. Hell oh, yeah. And I also like what um, Justin had mentioned that moles versus corn. Um, it would be cool if like the moles were like running for a championship or something. <laughs> I feel like corn is going to end up being the actual antagonist of the campaign. So it's a, like, I feel like we would be supported. You think corn is going to be <laughs> like. I personally think that corn is like one of the worst things that's ever happened to like human society. So I have my own. Maybe I I'm biased. I love corn. It's killing the damn sparrows. Are you? Like, <laughs> that's what I heard. Jonathan Davis? Who? Right. He's the singer of corn <laughs> with Monkey and Philly and Headley yes. and the guy who died and stuff. <laughs> Are they going to make an appearance? And be the antagonist? They're going to be at the exodus of the Sparrows Festival. <laughs> right, Danny? Danny boy. At the Jonathan <laughs> Davis Festival. Danny boy. <laughs> What's happening? Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Back to the school. Um, the principal's name is Sandra Kim. What is the principal like? 
He's totally cool. She. She is totally cool. What is her name? Sandra Kim. Sandra Kim. Hmm. She's done a great job and has worked really hard and is underpaid. Maybe, like, way too underpaid or something, but she's in it because she loves the town and students or something. Like, genuinely likes the job Her and job. kids yeah, and stuff? Yeah, I like the idea of someone really, really good turning out to be a complete piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's she could cool just be nice. Like yeah, we could just have a nice... nice you know, yeah, we can't we can't have these nice. all these adult issues. Dads <laughs> are mean, parents are mean. But that's kind of the perspective of like a teen. It's like every adult is awful, even if they're yeah. like really rooting for you. It's just like, no, fuck you. I don't want to do my exam. Thank you. She would have nice to just skip school, but point of authority, I can't really get behind her. <laughs> just like aggressively normal. Yeah, just, <laughs> aggressively. Just aggressively normal. <laughs> Did y'all know there's a fungal disease for corn called corn smut? I just learned that. I didn't thank you. I hope that gets a mention. Oh my no, god, it's corn awful. Smut. That is I terrible. Minute, so. Corn corn fungus. Looks I'm like not even gonna Google that. No, it is yeah. awful, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Too. That's how they make citric acid. Get the fuck out. I normally, like, when I was in high school, I thought fungi were, like, the coolest things ever. But now that I'm watching, like, I played the video game, but now I'm watching The Last of Us, and now I fucking hate it. That last episode with uh, Bill and Frank was so good. It was so good. <laughs> if you have not watched, I really, I highly recommended it. Like, I really like the video game, and I'm also in love with Pedro Pascal, but the show is really, really good. Have you seen Pedro's interview where he, um, he does believe that he's a babe. Like he was doing a. Oh life. yeah, of course I have watched that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no. He's, the question I think was like, do you think you're a daddy or something like That's that? <laughs> and then he was like, no. And it's like you're lying. And he's like, actually, I do. And I follow fan accounts that show how much of a babe I am. And it was really good. I would recommend. I think it's like one of the like GQ lie detectors or something. Um. Okay, Sandra Kim, is she a new principal at the school? Has she been there for a really long time? Uh, is she, she like really experienced, or is she like kind of been thrust into this role? Ooh. We need a mommy, guys. Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like the Lord of the Flies. We're all like raised by our dads and shit. So I feel like it. She's probably coming into this job very unjaded, so it's probably she's new to the role yeah i like yeah. new i like new new her hands aren't dirty she's truly like she cares about the kids and she's focused on that and that's why she may not really be noticing just yet all the weirdness i keep liking how i'm making spare of you a weird place it's your fault for adding me good to Okay, uh, what are some other notable figures at the school that aren't students? Like a janitor, a vice principal, a secretary, things like that, that you guys would probably have run into. Uh, the PE coach is kind of a jerk. He doesn't care. PE coach? PE coach, yeah. John. PE, the job coach. Uh, Jordan O'Lyle. 
Gordon O'Lyle. Oh, Coach O'Lyle. Yeah, he's a real, real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Those Lyles. O'Lyle, as in like the Irish. Yeah, putting together oh, yeah. like an, two Irish off. things together that don't usually go together. <laughs> <laughs> is it L E I L L Y L E L Y L E? Okay. And uh, probably, for our, our enemy school or our, our rival school, can they be the Cornhuskers? Ooh. What? No. I like moles. I mean, they more could subtle, be if you really want them. Cornhuskers. This seems like a uh, really perfect rival school name, but one where we're the rival. There are rivals, but they don't care about us. We're already the Huddlesfield Colonels, and our corny, our mascot is Corny the Colonel. Do we really want to have the other rival school be a the Corn Husker coming over there? It would be so. There's funny. nothing subtle about the Corn Husker. It's what. In your face humor that's right on the nose. There's no no you gotta give the nerd something to dig into. I did write it down. Okay, so there's a PE coach, Jordan O'Lyle, who's kind of an asshole. Um it's got Harry. Is lines. he like friends with all of the other jocks, even though he's not teaching not like one of the sports teams? Yeah, well he loves all the jock kids. He's got hairy legs also, and he wears those short shorts. And Super a visor, short. and he always has that fucking whistle—that whistle that just keeps blowing all the time. Sounds like Coach personal Lyle. experience, right? The fucking whistle. <laughs> okay. Anyone else important? Any relevant people at the school? Um, Brandon, I sent you the name of the school librarian. Do you have that? Maybe. This Hold series on. won't be complete yeah, without a librarian, but also I think a janitor. You can't not have a janitor. Yeah, I was thinking, should the janitor oh. like sell drugs to the kids? <laughs> That's so funny. I think I, I think I think we don't have like a negative, but also like I'm sure the kids would be down for that, you know? It makes me feel bad for dynamic. janitors. We should be Mr. pro -janitors. Gibson? Yeah. Is the librarian. Miss okay. Definitely first name William. What if the coach is selling steroids and <laughs> the janitor is a nice upstanding? I don't I don't think I don't think that'd be the case because our team is very bad. Unless that's what caused our team to be good now. But he goes by Bill. So it's Bill he just Gibson. got this stuff from MSI, man. It's gonna fucking Bill work. Gibson? Yep. To continue okay. our subtle nods towards Gibson. Cyber. Well, he he was in signs, and there was a cornfield there, and that's the tie-in. Mel Gibson, Wait. corn. I said Bill Gibson. Oh, I think said Mel. No, no, no. I I'm heard going... he wrote a novel called that one. Neuromancer. Neuromancer. <laughs> yes, that that is in fact the joke. Okay, what is this janitor that sells drugs? Name. <laughs> oh, um. Hmm. John Trashman. <laughs> I like John. It's a John. good start. Good start with John. Yeah. John Chestnut founded the town. Let's not pick on janitors. What, a, what about like, yeah. Dusty Benz? 
Let's just make that that shitty coach sell drugs. Yeah, I kind of like that better. Like, make the coach kind of mop yeah. top Mike. Like that he's a little be. too chummy with all of like the jocks and stuff, and it's clear yeah. that like something else is going. Yeah. Damn jocks. I guess the janitor could just be like a, just a regular, another regular person. But who are they? Ooh, maybe. Sorry, you go good? No, let's go ahead. I was gonna say maybe he's more like Giles, like he has like a whole bunch of information. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he he's able to listen in on to like things. Who is this? People don't notice him. Uh, it's like one name... of the few adults. It's like plot aware. You're saying? Yeah. Right. What about a head cheerleader and the president of the whatever uh, school? Not board. Well, maybe school board, but. I wanted uh, to focus on adults first, but we will get to other okay. kids. We don't have a name for the PTO. <laughs> a PTO person would be cool because they could be a pretty evil character or kind of a PTO? good. Yeah, like the PTO leader. Uh, uh, just so you, it could be like a good plot mover, you know? The, the what is PTO? The, P, the Parent Teacher Association, I think is what he means. Oh, PTA. PTA. There you go. Paid hey, time off. I'm sorry, I just got... I, I, that's all I had in my face. <laughs> Paid time off. PTA? That's all I need. <laughs> uh, janitor name, Archie Norton. Oh, I like it. Ooh, Archie's such a good name. And I think... I feel like he's the type of person that says, like, please call me Mr. Archie and not Mr. Norton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like 100%. That. Mr. Archie, yeah. He's a good old-fashioned cat. <laughs> <laughs> really knows how to boogie. I don't know. <laughs> Plays cool music Did, when he cleans. Is the PTA mom named Karen? That she should <laughs> Yes. Karen. Chris, you also said that your mom was on the PTA. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Is she running the PTA or is she just is... like another PTA person? Is my mom the PTA Karen? Dude, yeah, because you're a golf kid and you're like the blemish on the family. And I hate yes. my mom. That's perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to be the good kid. <laughs> I like that. Parents. It's Karen Scabia. Karen Scabia. Are you changing your name to Karen? Yeah, let's do that. Karen Hell Scabia, yeah. dude. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> Scabia is such a good name. I don't know how you came up with it. We're going to have to talk about this. It's the singer, the singer of Lacuna Coil. I don't believe you. Okay. Fantastic. Let's go into characters, the exciting part that I know you've been waiting for. Thank you for putting up forth with all of my questions. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay, so let's just start with Justin. I haven't heard Justin talk in like 10 bajillion years. Yeah. Um, so do you want to give a little lowdown of your character just for the people that haven't read your description? Okay, so Milton Bradley is a 17-year-old jock with a heart of gold. Despite his hard or rough exterior, as a bit of a bully, he struggles with low self-esteem due to his difficult upbringing with an alcoholic and abusive police chief father. Losing his mother at birth and being the only child, Milton finds solace in sports, especially baseball. He's part of a tight-knit group of friends and has a crush on Roxy Gatto. Uh, who he impresses by hiding his allergies to cats. Uh, in his free times, he loves uh, thrilling rides, swimming, baseball, video... But video games are not allowed in his house, so 
he's seen drinking at an arcade a lot. Oh, yeah, we need to include an arcade. Um, he's learned the, or he's earned the nickname Miltfist after defeating an asshole bully in a fight and now is respected at school for it. Uh, he's in 11th grade, but should be in 12th, but he failed. And despite his hardships, he remains kind and caring, but has a cynical outlook on life. He smokes vintage, vintage smooth serenades, which is a cigarette type, and he drinks Rad Risers, uh, the, the Rad Rush for beer. Um, to describe him physically, he is six foot tall. He has a muscular build with broad shoulders and a narrow waist. His skin is fair with the dusting of freckles scattered across his face and arms. He has a bright red hair and styled in a messy yet stylish crew cut. His eyes are warm brown color and his smile is broad, revealing a set of straight white teeth. This is Milton Bradley. Okay, questions I have for you. Shoot. Okay, first of all, I've determined that the bully that you be beat up is name is uh, Thad Johnson, who is also the boyfriend of Stephanie Gatto, your crush's older sister. Okay, got it. It's Thad, like F A D. Like Chad, but with a T H. <laughs> okay, like, like Thaddeus. Okay. Thad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you dare call him Thaddeus, he is sad. <laughs> he will punch you. Um, questions. Did you always have straight white teeth or did you go through a phase in like middle school or early high school where you had braces? Uh, they're actually all fake. Uh, he got him knocked out by a baseball and it was really brutal and they weren't able to get it all taken care of and his dad got all pissed off at him because he got hit in the face with the baseball and had to pay for all this stuff to get him like prosthetic teeth and yeah, that's that's why his teeth are exceptionally white. I heard they were made of corn. Imagine corn kernels in a mouth and it's painted white. Oh, okay, and how do you think you fit into the rest of the group? Well, the way I kind of see it is that he's kind of one of the, like a friend of one of the older brothers of one of y'all. I don't know if any of y'all have an older brother. It would work really well if y'all did. I'm an only child. I have a cousin. I'm an only child. Older oh. sister. Oh, that works. Uh, would I know her at age 17? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um, well... She's supposed to be she like got You knew her before she graduated, maybe? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like one of those things where I was like a freshman while she was like, you know, senior or junior kind of thing. Right. And now I'm the junior or senior and you're the freshman or whatever. He's going to yeah. be your brother-in-law, Scabia. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, uh, punches you on the shoulder. <laughs> Did she Slash go to CIS? Um, yeah. What's her What's your major? What are your major? Science. <laughs> Science rocks. Uh, Biology. Science generalist. Molecular okay. biology. Okay. Um. I know I have other questions. I just can't find it. Um. You described your bike already, which is great. Um. Oh, you mentioned the arcade. What do you want the arcade to be called? 
Uh, I had a name. Let me see. It was a name. It was a good name. I liked it. Let's see. I'm going to keep stalling until I can find the name mm -hmm. that I liked. Starfire. One. It was... Oh, there it is. Uh, Time Warp Arcade. Time Warp? Yep, Time Warp Arcade. Nice, you lose all your time there. Uh, do you think that would be in Herschel Kane? Or outside? Uh, I, think one on... I think it would be near the bodega. Okay, the bodega is near Herschel Kane. So do you want then, it to yeah. be its own building, or do you want to be a part of the mall? A part of the mall. Okay. Oh, and the arcade was banging. Perfect. Okay. Radical. Uh, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's character. Uh, so Wayne McCall uh, was abandoned by his father at an early age uh, due to some unknown reason. Uh, and it was just always Wayne and his mother, Lindsay McCall. However, uh, recently and currently, she has fallen ill with a rare disease. And so his dream is to one day become a doctor to help his mother. Uh, he is a caring soul and wants to help others. So uh, he helps out uh, Dr. Oh wait, uh, Dr. Lane. You know, uh, he uses his bike to acquire some things from uh, the pharmacy, the bodega, the mall, anything that he may need. For the day as well as uh he does he does hall monitoring duties uh in the in the middle school um and high school uh so that way he can help anyone uh who's like hurt or has some medical thing going on with him uh so he's like really into biology and stuff so what he does in his free time he likes to uh, patch up kids at the local skate slash bike park, play at the arcade, uh, do his uh, science homework, and take care of his dying mother. Um, and he uh, he hangs out uh, and helps with this uh, underground fighting ring that. Uh, is going on in the school um and by help out he like patches up the kids who fight so that way they don't look as bad as the fights were uh when they get home and it gives him really great practice so he really doesn't mind it um he doesn't really get in trouble because he's not involved in any of the fights so it's just a win-win for him um but yeah i don't know if there's anything else i'm missing no that's great um so you, you mentioned earlier that you have acquaintances with the bullies in school. How do you mm -hmm. think that you fit in with this crew of people? Um, more, they, like, they call for him when they need him. I wouldn't say he hangs out with them as friends. More so, like, kind of like, you know, how these bullies would make a nerd do homework for him. They, they have a friendlier relationship with Wayne where it's just like, oh, like, you know, uh my arm hurts for the game you know coming up because that johnson's one of one of the 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 bullies that he he uh hangs out with so um he'll like you know help him out make sure that you know his body's ready for the game or whatnot um so it's like a friend kinky ship thing 
Uh, but I wouldn't say they're like close friends. It's more like an outcast on the outside uh, and like useful when needed situation. And Wayne doesn't really want to hang out with them. He just wants to use them as kind of like not science projects, but like guinea pigs, you know, to practice. Practice his... dummies. Yeah, practice dummies. Yeah, you know, he's it's better than like regular dummies or those like fake ones. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. You gave me a lot of info, so I don't have too many questions for you. Um, let's go to Brandon. Joshua Spencer. Can you describe your character? Yep. So, are we just reading off, like, the descriptions we wrote, or... Whatever you want. Yeah, that's what I was curious. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Uh, People have yeah. So, I mean, I went with, uh, Josh as a kind of short, puny kind of kid definitely like short and hasn't hit like those like gross spurts that are common around this area uh let's see he's uh i happy to stay in his room reading books but his friends the group presumably are more than happy to insist he go out and have fun with them and it's it's i'm kind of relating this from my own childhood where it was like my parents would like hey you should go outside and I'm like i don't want to and I'm like well you don't have a choice you have to go outside and, and so <laughs> And at which point it's like, well, fuck, what do I do now? And then that's how I made some of my <laughs> earliest like childhood friends was in that situation. So um, I assume it's kind of like a reluctant, but once he's going, he's going. Um, yeah. Just, uh, talked a lot about CD Underworld stuff, Underworld, whatever you want to call it. Like um, the people that aren't necessarily working for big companies. Um, yeah, I actually don't know what else to like really say beyond reading this off. Um, it's his primary NPC contacts would be, other than like the immediate family, he's got his cousins, Josh and Judy Phillips, uh, by way of his aunt, who also, they live in town. And they tend to be some of his distant uh, people he'll hang out with whenever he goes over to that side of town or something. Yeah, what side of town did you want them to live in? Um, actually, like, do they need to be from this town? Could they be from that the Wildcats area? Yeah. Westershire or something? What is it called? Yes. <laughs> Why? Okay. Yes. So like Westchester? Yeah, that's Westchester. The one. So, so like definitely going back and forth between so would you say that your grandparents and your like cousins and stuff live all live in Westchester? Yes, yeah, so like that's why he was that's why Josh is forced to like go out and make completely new friends, is because like a lot of his other family and stuff like that's all from Oh, that's um, so sad but so real. Right. <laughs> I very much injecting like what I remember from childhood into this for sure. <laughs> it's just gonna be a depressing fucking campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> okay, what year is Joshua in school? Because you're 13, so you're the youngest member of the party. Yeah, definitely like what age? Yeah, like a freshman or maybe even like eighth grade type thing. It'd be freshman, I think, is the the age, the proper age for that sort of okay. thing. Freshman year. 
who would you say was in the party you'd probably be closest with? Like the first one of your friends that like got you to get out of your room and go explore the outside. We'll go with Milton. Yeah. Probably just because it was like uh, the other like outside awkward person. Milton awkward? What do you mean? <laughs> also, just for context, your dad is not in jail, but has definitely been like detained in like the police holding cell a couple of times, and you've had to come home with him not being there. Too real. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Um, I would also say, like I, t- I told you about the laundromat, but if you have any like other people you think that you would have connections with at like Herschel Canes, which is like a majority of like the non-industry shops are, that's definitely like up to your discretion about like who you would know there as well. Roger, I'm gonna try and not overdevelop it there. So like, let's just. I think we've got a lot of content so you know what i mean yeah yeah if you want cd like underworld like definitely people doing crime that's that's something to fill in okay um we kind of went through the dude who owns herschel kane right like we kind of went through that so i think we could do any kind of lieutenant structure under that Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Love Normal mafia me. things. Mafia. Normal mafia things. Suburban mafia stuff. Okay, Chris. Your yeah. character. Wanna go through Danielle Skabia? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just Daniel that is just spelled. Apparently, that's the Italian spelling. Kind of looks like Danielle, but it's just Daniel. It's me, Danielle. <laughs> do, all the, do all the other kids jab at him by calling him Danielle all the time, and he hates it? I kind of like that. Yeah, that's good. We had a friend, Michael, growing up, and we always would call him Michelle. So it's, <laughs> it's relatable. Um, Let's see. It's, uh, Daniel is an aspiring artist who focuses on the cycle of life, death, and rebirth. He is curious about the aesthetics of the, of the natural world, creating paintings that are focused on animals in a state of decay. Some might refer to him as a goth, but he avoids the term in favor of colorful. Um, though he might describe himself as shy, Daniel has been surprisingly adept at putting forward a charming social mask and is um, fiercely loyal to his clique of creative types. Underneath it all, he is deeply neurotic, uh, fixated upon a morbid fascination with death, struggling with bouts of depression and anxiety, and coming to terms with his burgeoning bisexuality. Uh, he keeps a messy room which uh, doubles as a studio with piles of magazines and records. His parents are supportive, but he is unable to relate to them with their upper, upper middle class suburban lifestyle. 
His father's Vietnam stories may explain some of his gloomy outlook, but they hardly talk anymore. Um, then it goes on to his physical traits. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Daniel. And who would you say are, like, Daniel's closest friends? Because you talk about this, like, clique of creative types. Um, yeah, so I wrote down that he has a good friend named Simon. Simon, um, no last name? Simon... Says. Garfunkel. <laughs> huh. Um... Johnson. Simon Dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, can I cross out the Corey and Corey Discord? <laughs> Yes. Or do you still want them to be your friends? That's completely fine. Oh, the two Corys? <laughs> yeah, the two Corys. Corey and Corey. <laughs> Corey. It's actually kind of cool. Two Corys. <laughs> no, that's stu- Yeah, that's stupid. Good. That was just a joke. <laughs> How do you see yourself connected to the rest of the group? That's a tough question. I don't really know. Um, How would he possibly... Who do you think would be like his connection to the group who would he be friends with i could see because of like the creative aspect and like the slightly emo ish thing being connected to jesse wilder in the sense of like also likes music and a little bit of creative that way and maybe you have like bumped into him in some circles and like maybe you listen to music together or he's like brooding in a corner and you're making art like but other that, than that, I don't really know. That kind of makes sense uh, in a way also because Jesse does have a creative side that he expresses through like uh, street art and graffiti. So like while I'm at the skate parks and shit, like it wouldn't be crazy for me to like have like a spray paint and like be doing something kind of crazy that you might like pay attention to or, or you know, we might have met like in some way like through art. Plus it's a small town and y'all are like a punk and a goth, so Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. And we live yeah. in the same neighborhood apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah, your neighbors. You ride neighbors. the bus together, you know? Definitely. Then I know Jesse. Jesse's my connection to the rest of the group. Yeah. Right. Instead of a uh, pyro, I'm going graffiti. Uh Chris. Just I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um you talked about your father working at Maytech as the plant manager uh, for like the mechanical side of things. Your mother is now Karen Scabia, who is the definitive stay-at-home mom, PTA mom. And you also said that she works with the HOA. Um, would you say that she works in just like the neighborhood PTA or she like go into the mayor's office doing meetings complaining about people cutting the trees too far back because of the scrubs like how far connected do you see your family into the history of the town I like that I like the idea that she is somebody who's like constantly writing letters to the mayor and to the city council and stuff and so she's like somewhat connected I I feel like she kind of wishes that she could be part of the old money click so she kind of just like desperately attempts to break into that oh that's cool and um yeah so that's like her deal she's kind of like jockeying for power um within the like the town elites 
So she's connected, but like they know of her, but she's not like fully accepted because she's not, she's not rich. Mm. She's like middle like, class. Like think she's more connected than she is, but like definitely right. doesn't get invited to all of the things. Right, exactly. Okay. I dig it. I dig it for sure. Um, I do want to just double back because I didn't really cover some things with other ones. So Ryan, um, you said your mother is ill with a rare disease. Is she working? Uh, I would say no. So it's 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 been like tight. Like the money that I get from uh, helping out Dr. Lane is is what's keeping us. I'd say no. Her state is too bad. Holy shit. Okay. That's heavy. What's like in in Wayne's memory? Did mm-hmm. she ever work? Like, does she know people oh. in town? Is there like yeah, friends yeah. that come visit her when she's like? Yeah, she she uh-huh. worked. Um, she she ran. Uh, she ran like a small shop in the mall, but you know, since she's no longer working there, she had to close it. Um, and now it's something else. But uh, old customers who like liked what um, she crafted, so it was like uh, she would craft uh clothing for people um and then was able to like do like resizes and fittings and and adjustments and whatnot so um yeah i'd say that's what she did uh and i don't can't think of i think everyone just knows of her but maybe like she doesn't have super close friends very cool um we kind of touched upon your family brandon Mom's not up there. Dad does shady things. Um, do you, would you say that your dad has any sort of legitimate income? No, none whatsoever. Okay. okay. <laughs> is your dad at home? Like, do you think that, like, when you go home, your dad is there? Like, is is he like a part of your life in some way? Because you talked about him wanting I would you say to get out of the house 50, 50. more. Okay. Um, I'd probably say it's like 50-50, but, and if sometimes he goes out late at night and I ride along with him. Okay. Oh, so you right. would say that you're aware of what he's doing, like you go out with him? Yes. Okay. Criminal element. I can dig it. Okay. Last... And definitely least, Mark. <laughs> and the least. <laughs> I'm playing a teenage Mor- Morgoth. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm playing Jesse Wilder. He is a 16-year-old junior. Uh, the trope that I picked was the rebel. Um, I thought it made sense with his backstory. Um, let's see. I guess I'll just kind of do like a little bit of read thing, and then I'll try and like pepper in whatever else you guys want to hear. Um all right, so uh, Jesse Wilder is a rebellious kid with a mohawk. Grew up as an only child with a corporate lawyer um, as a single father who was raising him. He worked long hours and was often absent. Uh, from a young age, Jesse felt neglected and frustrated with the lack of attention he received from his dad. As a result, Jesse began to rebel against his strict upbringing, and he started um, you know, acting out in different ways, seeking out excitement, adventure in other places. Um, his hobbies include BMXing, 
um, which brings me to his bike. It's a gray. It's um, nothing too shiny or crazy. It's just a gray steel frame BMX beater bike with several scrapes from doing tricks. Um, the bike has several stickers and stuff, anarchy sticker, various punk and metal bands, um, pegs for tricks, raised handlebars, and fat tires with black rims. So it's a gray and black um, little BMX bike. Um, other hobbies include punk and metal music, obviously. Uh, I guess me and Dan are starting to um, bond over that. Um, also, street art and graffiti. Um, uh, what I was saying about his creative side is that he... Um, he uh, expresses himself through like graffiti and like doing like an act of like rebellion. Like he's not always like going crazy, but like he just wants to do stuff like that are against the status quo. Um, and rebellious fashion, obviously, he's got a, a red mohawk, black jacket. He's always like kind of just uh, um, very just punk metal heady, and he's just not like your average person. He just kind of expresses himself with his clothing. Um, despite his father's disapproval. Uh, he started to build a reputation as a fearless and wild kid on the streets. Uh, he would often skip school and he would like ride his bike over. Um, and it's sorry, it's a uh, business lot 10, which is now kind of like a skate park. Um, I guess it's kind of like uh, where he would go hang out, explore the city um, and just like kind of, you know, sometimes get in trouble and stuff and cause some concern for his father. But uh, he doesn't really let his dad get in the way of like how he wants to live his life. He just wants to do everything like on his own terms. Um, so over time, the rebellious streak got stronger and I just developed to be like fiercely independent and it's just kind of different from other kids that are my age, I assume, although we are all rebellious. So I guess maybe it doesn't even matter. Um, he never really lets anyone know like his thoughts or feelings so much. He kind of has like an outer shell that, um, he doesn't want to let people in easily. Um, and despite this, he never really lost his, um, like, he's always, like, a thrill seeker and going out for adventure and stuff. He's not, he, he's not, like, um, mean or, like, unpersonable. He just, like, is kind of on his own program, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And he, like, kind of never will back down from, like, a challenge and stuff like that. He's just kind of, like, a weird, headstrong kid. Um, I think that was most of what I had for him. Lovely. Um... Okay, you put your dream job down as a rock star. Does Jesse play an instrument? Yeah, I was thinking that he would, uh, you know, dabble, play some guitar. Um, uh, okay, and Ryan and Mark, would you say that you guys have known each other just because Wade goes to like business slot number 10 to like patch people up that have like, mm -hmm. like fallen and scraping there and he frequents that not only with his bmx with but with his graffiti yeah no i'd say of course um i live right there too so i'm there frequently and uh yeah if jesse's coming by he's definitely seeing me and i'm sure yeah, you might have patched tricks. me up a time or two yeah. because i you know i do bike tricks and stuff so maybe you like help me with my elbow or some shit mm -hmm. yeah and uh, how would how jesse feel about that like would you say moment. would you say Jesse's like thankful or does he kind of like like whatever? I think Jesse. Um, I don't know. I guess could he see him as like a friend, like uh, just someone who helped yeah. him out, and uh, they, uh, you know, they're like acquaintances. Maybe they're not as good as friends as him and uh, Scabia over here, but maybe you know they're like becoming kind of like a crew. They're like, uh, it was like nice that they met, and uh, you know they see each other, and it's just like, hey, what's up, man, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely. Frequent like, the same spot, you know what I mean? So yeah. we'd probably be like, hey, what's up? Like, it mm -hmm. wouldn't be a, 
I don't I think, think we've gotten a deep friendship, but we definitely like started. So the baseline is there. We know each other's name. Yeah, you're cool. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. <laughs> you're cool. Mark, I would also say that you definitely have n- not a close relationship, but you very much frequent the principal's office for missing the amount of school that you do. Yes. So you was- would like very much have like. A cool kid attitude towards the principal, whereas other people would be like, "Oh, that's an authority figure that she would respect." Like, you definitely are like, "Hey, Sandra," or like, "Hey, Miss Kim," in a very much more casual way than other <laughs> students are because you're in her office so frequently. Yeah. Um. So that's definitely someone that you could put on your list. I would say that you probably don't have a lot of other connections at the school, other mm. than her, just because you don't really show up to class. So you wouldn't really know teachers. Yep. Um, might not know a lot of the other students as well because of that. Yep, I actually, yeah. it's so funny. I put that as one of the people that I would know, um, Sandra Kim. I, I could see her like kind of as like a, being a, a bit of like a, you know, like kind of worried about him. Know that he's a good kid, but like he's not going the right path, kind of thing. And, uh, but he's you know nonchalant, doesn't really give a fuck. Yeah, I also put as people that I might know is um, just because I'm on the outskirts of town sometimes, uh, Mr. Hornsby, I just think he's hilarious. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And like, I'll like laugh at his, laugh at his antics, you know, like as I'm like riding around town or whatever the fuck. I'm like, Mr. Hornsby, what the fuck are you doing? Great. And I think you're right. I don't know how much more um, connections I would have other than like I have my conspiracy theory. I'm very, um, very um i always watch like you know like the chief police kevin bradley or like the mayor people of like authority i'm like kind of like watching them like um keeping tabs on like what people do just because i don't like them very much i'm trying to catch them in the wrong instead of me always being wrong down with the power (laughs) (laughs) i love that okay so we have oh my goodness okay so we have joshua spencer as a freshman we have daniel scabia as a sophomore and then we have jesse milton and wayne as juniors yep i wouldn't I mind bumping up the senior it doesn't really matter to me i don't know if it matters but uh if we you want to be a senior you can be a senior that's perfectly fine i don't know if it matters for gameplay or anything i mean I'd be... no it really won't it's ah. just more of like dynamics and people you'd know because then i would say like it's very much more likely that you would know people that are older and maybe you know you have friends or like acquaintances at the university as compared to like a lot of the other characters but know people at the high school ah i I, I think junior's fine unless you think it's a good idea for me to go senior then i will i don't care no junior is completely fine sweet Okay, I don't want to keep you guys too much longer. Um, I know we've been recording for a while, so I just want to go for a very last section into rumors. Um, we could go through the character sheet, but I don't think that's fully important. That's a lot more technical, and we can do that in episode one if we need to. Um, so I would like to go through um, just like rumors that you've heard about people, about the town, things that I haven't mentioned that like may be going on. Hmm. Anyone feel free to jump in. Well, I've been saying it over and over again. I heard the police chief is hiding reports of genetic creatures, um, or let's just say experiments, um, getting out of um, escaping the facility at MSI. He's just covering it up um, that people are starting to notice this. And I I think the police chief is hiding reports. Maybe it's 
Maybe Mr. Hornsby told me. Who the fuck knows? Mr. Hornsby says a lot of crazy shit. That actually kind of goes hand in hand with the rumor that I came up with earlier, which was that in the Nature Conservatory, there's like a cryptid of some kind. Ooh, that's cool. Can it be protecting some kind of hidden treasure? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we wouldn't even know what it would. We wouldn't even know what it would be for. Like, fuck yeah, we just know that, that, that way. it's got something. It's protecting an MSI relic wormhole. It's Chad Squatch. Damn it, it's Chad Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I was very tempted to have Chad Squatch in this, but I. <laughs> I went against it just because back to back, it's a, I think it would be better to pull from something a little earlier if I was going to do that. Oh, he's definitely um, going to make an appearance somehow, some way. <laughs> Not at this one necessarily, but somewhere in the next year. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, does anyone have any rumors? It doesn't have to be the ones that you sent me, especially if it's like secretive information that only your character would know. Maybe it's something like town-wide that you've heard going on, something about one of the other students. There is um, an underground tunnel that's secret that a secret society knows about. But hmm. no one else does. Not the sparrows. Hmm. Underground. One of my rumors, I don't know if it became canon, was that I heard the sand was used for making high power lenses at MSI, but I don't know if that became canon or not. I think it did. It's close enough. Yeah. And also the other rumor that I had written down was that the weird sparrows were only here because of some weird teleportation experiment at MSI. That they were never here originally, but it, that's why it became a weird pop-up. I don't know. I have in my notes Stray Dog Wrath. Stray Dog Um, Stray Dog Wrath. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think a rumor around that is that he... No one knows who his owner is or who owned him in the past. He just <laughs> hangs around the mall. And there's a rumor that um, there's a rumor that the previous owner died where the mall was built. Ooh. But no one knows who that person is, why he died, how he died. But that's just that's just the the ghost story that's yeah, weird amongst the kids. Yeah, there's some weird rumors rolling around this place. I love that one. Very good. Is there maybe a serial killer on the loose? Oh! <laughs> Is there possibly? <laughs> he's dressed in a tuxedo mask. <laughs> and he stabs people with roses. <laughs> no! To be fair, the 1980s were the time of serial killers. Yeah. Like little Jeffrey Dahmer, Eileen Werner. It's like there were so many going around. So, um,. That is not implausible. Uh, any other rumors? I want to make up something about people at the school or something. <laughs> um, mm. Oh, I will say that there is a rumor that all of you would know that we kind of touched upon that the entire every single person that's involved in sports varsity sports at the high school yeah. is taking steroids because no one knows how they're winning this year that goes in with the coach with the hairy legs what the fuck is his name 
But he's not the. He's just the PE coach. Oh. But he is. He's not the. The football coach. I does have a name. Um, MSI produces steroids. Everyone knows it. Everyone. Um, the name of that person. Corn steroid. <laughs> Corn fed. <laughs> Something that I promise I have. I can't find it. Uh, it has a name. Uh, anyways, but there is like a, there is a coach of the Colonels. Oh now I need to find it because it's going to drive me insane. Um, I think that only the person that would really interact with him would be Milton. Um, but the coach's name is Dan Ickens. Dan and he coaches baseball, basketball, and football. Oh. They're all in different seasons, so he coaches all of them. What about wrestling? No wrestling. Shit. <laughs> the only way I know wrestling is through mentions in Supernatural. Like It's not helpful. <laughs> to running a campaign, I'm so sorry. I barely know anything about ba- ba- like baseball. So, um, But I will learn, because one of our characters is playing it. Um... Hit to the ball yes. with the bat. <laughs> we actually, we actually accidentally create the Breakfast Club again. This Breakfast Club too. 2023 okay. Breakfast Club. Oh my god! Featured in 1983. Oh Weird. We fell oh, right. Um, I think all of you guys would know as people that go to the school, Doctor Lanston Boeing. He's a part-time teacher that comes in and teaches chemistry and biology at the school, but he is technically a full-time resident at, um, like, live-in researcher at Maytech Scientological Instruments. Um, and he, he like, teaches at the high school and, like, TAs some classes at the, the university. He's, like, probably 25, so pretty young, but, like, definitely involved around town throughout up there. 25 and he's a yeah. doctor. I have doctors at 23. Like, Isn't that the same? Is this the same doctor that's paying Wayne? No, different doctor. No, different doctor. He's like science. He's like science PhD doctor versus Hammond Lane is like MD doctor. Okay. Um, Mayor Timothy Longsby, we mentioned. Parents. Lanton Boeing. Patty Bell is the owner of the 5 in 10. Every single one of you guys would know her just because, like, the 5 in 10 is the go-to place to get like whatever this town's version of a big gulp is, or, like, buying your parents alcohol, or, like, whatever's going on there, like, that is the place to go. You mean a sparrow um, slurpee? <laughs> sparrow slurpee. Oh, God. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stephen Horns, we talked about. Uh, Mrs. George, who's a laundromat owner. Mr. Gibson, school librarian. Roxy Gatto and Stephanie Gatto are definitely like the it girls of the high school. Stephanie's definitely like senior queen bee. Wait, who's the it girl? One. Hmm? What's the it girl's name? Stephanie Gatto. Stephanie Gatto. Oh, the Gatto residents. That's who they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, Milton has a crush on Roxy, who's the youngest sister of Stephanie. Stephanie is a senior. She's like the it girl, captain of the cheerleading team, gonna be prom queen, dating the head jock Thad. Like, that's who she is. 
Billy Bell is like the known school bully, little piece of shit, son of Patty Bell, who's very much unaware of how much of a little shit her son is, but she's a single mother trying to do her best. We don't judge. Um, Grant O'Keefe, some of you guys would know he's a sidekick to Billy and Thad. Definitely like the heavyweight puncher of the group. Is there any more lore on Thad Johnson? Or is he just the, the bat boyfriend of Stephanie and then the guy I fought? Thad is a school bully, captain of the basketball team and top tier junior at the school. Thad has no time for underclassmen or, take, or talking to anyone that isn't as hot as he is. He likes to avoid talking about the time that Randy beat him up in the parking lot. <laughs> Currently dating Stephanie Gatto, he likes to talk shit about Randy at the house and has Amanda uh, and tries to persuade Amanda from not talking to him. That's his backstory. I'm uh, going with uh, Roxy instead of Amanda. If that's oh okay. yeah, sorry. I have like a I know I changed a lot them. of shit too. Like it was Amanda for a long time, and then at the end I was going with Roxana, i.e. Roxy. Yeah, I have like half of it. Roxy half of it, Amanda, uh, and then Grant O'Keefe, psychic to Billy and Thad, who's just kind of long for the ride and punches who he's told to because they're the only friends that he has. He may feel a little bit bad about what he's doing. Um, we have... Who had Mark and Jonathan as their friends? Mark and Jonathan? Uh, I know, uh, So, um, oh yeah, who wrote that? I don't know. Oh, those, that... are my, those are my best friends. Uh, yes. So they already graduated. Um, yeah, they already graduated, gonna... and they're kind of losers, and, like, probably the path he's gonna go unless he changes something, but they're they're his best friends. Okay, and you, like, met them through, like, the baseball team or something? Yeah, we were, they were, like, seniors whenever I was a sophomore. Okay. Um... They're also the ones that buy me my alcohol and uh, cigarettes. Well, alcohol, cigarettes I can buy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, notable organization. This is the last thing and then I will let you do it. I'm sorry, I know it's been a long time. Um, so we have the STEMIs. I don't think anyone's involved in that. But is there anything else that people would say that, like, other than sports that they do at the school? Hmm. Who's in the chess club? Uh, is there an art club? They can be. What do you want to name it? Um, was it Haddlesfield or Hatsfield? Haddlesfield. Haddlesfield. Um, I mean, Haddlesfield Art Club. Haddisfield High Art Art Club. Okay. Haddisfield High Art. <laughs> Ooh. That's kind of cool. I like that. Okay. Um. Jesse was in the chess club, but uh, he dropped out. So. <laughs> I would say yeah, Wayne is just a hall monitor. He wouldn't really get involved in any clubs because 
you know, he's got the the fighting ring. He's got to help out with. He's a busy boy. Yeah, he's a busy boy. I don't think he has time for it. I mean, I think he wants to yeah. join the um, the medical society. We'll just call it. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't really have time to. And they they want him to join, but he mm -hmm. keeps like saying, oh, "I'm too busy. Like I can't go to that thing or this thing." Um, but like he is interested, just doesn't have the time for it. Idea. Makes sense. You have a, like a job <laughs> you have to provide for your mom. That makes sense. Um, would uh, Jesse be involved? Oh, you said chess club, but nothing else. Um. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't spend a whole lot of time at school. I'm trying to think of something cool at school that he would do, but probably. Band. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Band could work. Jazz yeah, band. Jazz band. Yeah, because he has a guitar. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And <laughs> what would the band be called? The hmm. well, what is their mascot? The corn, right? So it'd be like yeah, uh, they're the they're the colonels and corn. The colonels, the colonels. I like that. And I always uh, do my own solos, and I get in trouble. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. One. Okay, okay. There's one last thing, and then you guys can go. I'm so sorry. This is taking forever. Um, Corny the Colonel. Oh yeah. Who is the person that is behind oh. the mascot? <laughs> oh, oh man. Could it be? Hmm. Stephanie. Yeah, I don't think it's being bullied. Yeah, I was thinking like Stephanie or or what, what is her name? You you said Gato. Amanda. Yeah, no, no, Roxy. 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 Yeah, I think Roxy would be cool. <laughs> that would be. That would work. Yeah, and Stephanie's like a ch the lead cheerleader or whatever. Yeah, oh, that would super work. She got her little sister this job. She's like, you're not good enough yeah. to dance with us, but you can be behind the mask. Yeah, you're, you're like, <laughs> yeah. like a relationship. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, that would bring a reason to go to the school a little bit more for, yeah, Milton. For, yeah, Milton, yeah. games. Yeah, maybe one of the reason that he, like, goes to games in the fall when, like, baseball's not in season. Yeah. Is baseball in season in fall? No, right? No. No, it, it, it starts, it, like, it's spring. It's spring to summer, right? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. the very end of, or very beginning of, like, fall. Fall, yeah. Mm -hmm okay yeah okay that was a lot of information i appreciate you all sticking with me if you I'm have any questions ask now if not next week if people um, are free we can get into yeah. it do you have a question yeah how do you play kids on bikes <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question that I realized we didn't have time for it today, so we're gonna go over it. We're gonna do a little like, so the reason why I got a lot of information about your characters and things is because I want to run like a really short scene of like you guys getting together and like forming like the full gang for the first time. And that's gonna be like pre episode one, essentially. And through that, I will explain the roles of kids on bikes. Um, so I think it's gonna be like, you guys meeting up at the mall um in some way shape or form like uh 
arcade. arcade. Joshua's running a running a toss for his dad. Uh, I don't know. Milton's at the arcade. Daniel's picking up art supplies, like things like that. So you guys run into each other at the mall, find something weird going on, and decide that like you guys kind of know each other, so you like can find a secret with each other. And then I'll explain the rules of like, okay, you're trying to sneak into some place you shouldn't be. Roll flight. And those types of things, so I can explain the rules in a way that's not like impacting the full game. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Perfect. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the um, like the interactive nature of it, to where you're able to really. Um... I also re- read that like if you roll high enough, the narrative like kind of changes like in your favor or whatever. To people. Oh yeah, like in the general gist of it, I'll be like roll flight DC eight. If you win, if you get an eight, great. If you get lower, you fail. If you fail by more than five, it's bad. You fail by <laughs> plus five, like you did really well. If you if you like do great, like do more by like ten plus, you get to fully control the narrative. So like in that way, and the dice can explode too. So like if you're rolling a d8 and you get an eight, you can roll your d8 again and add those together. So you can really get a really high score in some situations in which I'll just be like, okay, you fucking nailed the shit out of it. You tell me what happens. Um, And that way I think it can be fun. Awesome. Yeah. 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 But I feel horrid for holding you and it's almost midnight for me. So I will let you all go. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for sticking with me. Um, I'm excited to run it now. We've all kind of built this world. Mm. Thank you for running it and everything. This has been fun so far. Yeah. All right, y'all. Have a great night. Good night, everyone. All right. You too. Thank you, guys. Have fun.